Good morning, good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, bringing you another message from God's Word. We're bringing you a series of studies now on Satan, the God of this world. Also this week, or this uh, last message or two, we're looking at Satan, the character and work of Satan. Now, that's what we are studying this morning, the character and work of Satan. I wish you would... Uh, uh, keep your pen and pencil, pen and paper handy there. If you jot down some of these scriptures we're going to give you, and you can look them up after the broadcast is over. We're speaking to you about the character of Satan this morning. Everyone has a specific character, doesn't he? And I've often been asked the question, where did Satan come from? We want to look at that a little bit this morning. What is the origin of sin? Folks ask that question. They do. Before we go any further in our study, let's look there at this question. Where did evil come from? When God created the angels and all of the heavenly beings, there was no sin or evil in the universe. Folks uh, just can't believe that. But when, when the Lord created these universe, this universe, when he created Adam and Eve, we don't know how long they lived there in the Garden of Eden, free of sin, but there was no sin there because God did not create evil. No, God didn't create evil. These angels that God created were free moral agents. They had the power of choice, not between good and evil, but between the following, the will of God and their own will. Then as long as Lucifer chose the will of God, there was no evil in the universe. But the very moment he lifted up with pride, lifted up himself with pride, chose to follow his own will. Now let me stop right there. Did you know in one sense of the word, that every individual, man, woman, man, woman, boy or girl, is, is just that same way. We choose, we choose our own will. The Bible says, the Lord Jesus said, ye will not come to me that you might have life. Do you know why that is? Because you choose evil. Man would rather have evil. That's right. He chose to follow his own will. Then, then he fell, and by persuading others to follow him, he introduced evil into this universe. Therefore, Satan conceived sin in his own heart against God. Now, you say, where does sin come from? Satan conceived sin. The root of sin is selfishness. I wish you'd look at that. Maybe you've never, never dawned on your heart that the root of sin is selfishness. When Satan said, I will ascend into the heavens, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. That is, take over all the ruling, over all the ruling powers. He said, I will, ascend above, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High, according to Isaiah 14. Then Satan was guilty of treason and started a rebellion, began a rebellion against the government of God. This rebellion will never cease until Satan and all of his followers are cast into the lake of fire, according to Revelation 10:15. Now, every individual out of Christ who is a son of Satan is in rebellion against God and is not subject to the law, and God, law of God, neither indeed can be. I know why men hate the gospel. I know why men persecute God's man. I know why they rail on, on God's messenger who brings the true message. Oh, you can be the little uh, silk handkerchief a preacher and never offend anyone, you'll never you'll be held up in high esteem. You can go to the roller rink with the with the young people or you can go to the on the tours of the Gatlinburg with the seniors and you can go to the beach with the with the teenagers there and strip off in your short shorts and all you'll you'll never offend anybody. 
But listen, you take the God's word in your hand and stand up and call sin, sin, and you speak of the sin, the sinfulness of man, then you're ostracized. Then your crowd begins to dwindle off. And Satan will tell you, say, oh, now you've done it. Now you've offended uh, some good giver. Now you've offended him. Well, listen, folks, if you get offended at my preaching, yeah, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, uh, embarrassed at all because I know the gospel offends sinful men. It does. If my preaching doesn't offend you, I think something's wrong with it. And I never want to bring a message. I never want to, to lead a testimony meeting. I never want to lead a prayer meeting where I don't bring the cutting edge of the gospel down to where you and I live. And I look you in the eye day after day, and I say, my friend, do you know the Lord? Is Christ real to your heart? Is there a living reality in your heart that Christ died for your sin? If not, you need to go back and make your calling and election sure because most probably you're on a false foundation. Most probably you're like the man that built his house on the sand. And soon as it, soon as the wind and the waves come by, it blew that thing over. And that's what you're on if you don't know the Lord. I don't care how many decisions you've made. I don't care how many, how many dedications or rededications you've made. I don't care if you've uh, furnished the, the pews in the tabernacle or pews in the auditorium. I don't care if you've uh, bought the pastor a new car. I don't care about any of those things. That has nothing to do with salvation. No. Salvation is knowing the Lord. And, and most of the folks that I know, most folks that I know are under the power and influence of Satan. That's right. That's right. Every individual out of Christ who is a son of Satan is in direct rebellion against God and is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. This is sin, and Satan is the author of sin. Every one of his subjects following his footsteps is Satan's business to tempt men to sin, to lead them into sin and rebellion against God. Does Satan ever tempt you, my friend? Brother Spurgeon asked a friend of his one day, he met him on the street corner, and he said, uh, pastor of a church, he said, oh, my friend, has Satan given you any trouble? Oh, no, no. He said, I haven't had any trouble with Satan in 40 years. No, he doesn't bother me. But listen, Brother Spurgeon hung his head, went off down the street, uh, mumbling to himself, what a, what a shame. Man was deceived, said Satan never bothered. Did you know Satan is right here with me in this studio where I bring God's message? He sits on my shoulder or sits here on this little table where this console is and where I make this tape day by day. And he says, don't, don't, don't go too deep now. You're going to offend brother so-and-so. Are you going to offend sister so-and-so? And you know you have strangers in the congregation this morning and they, and they may not understand. The local folks understand your, uh, your, your manner of speech and all, but be careful now. You have strangers out there. Well, my friend, those strangers can, can, uh, can, can uh, listen, listen. They don't have to understand. If, they, if God's word offends them, they can go to hell for their trouble. I can't compromise God's word because there's some stranger in the midst. Or maybe we got some new listener out there who hadn't heard the old trailblazer before and knows, the, knows what uh, we preach and teach here. My, my message is, is to preach the gospel. That's exactly right. Folks tell me at a funeral, say, now, Pastor, I just want you to say a few little things about this individual. You knew him back there when he was a child, when he was growing up. Would you say a few little funny things? No, I can't do that. I have to preach the gospel. I don't preach to the dead. I preach to the living. The Bible says 
uh, go forward, preach the gospel, be instant in season and out of season. And that means to call your name, my friend. That's what we do here. We call your number. If you don't uh, straighten up, as the old fellow said, we call your name. If you're living in sin and under my preaching, I pity you because I'm going to call your name. I'm going to call your number. I'm going to expose you uh, to yourself, not to the world, but to yourself, that Satan may be put down, my friend, in your life. Satan leading you around with a hook in your jaw. You can't, uh, you always tempting you. You're still hanging on to the world. You're still hanging on to your sweetheart. You're still hanging on to your little extramarital affair out there somewhere in the cloak of darkness. Don't come here to church, no. Expect not to be exposed. We're going to call your name, call your number, and ask the Lord to break that spirit, break that damnable spirit in your heart. I know, my friend, I know what's going on. One of Satan's main temptations is to lead man to set his will against God and not to bow to the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior. Satan doesn't want you to bow down to Christ. No, he knows that he'll lose you. Satan tempts folks and leads them to live contrary to God's word. He, he casts doubt on God's word. He says, well, how much of that can you believe? Do you believe old Noah built the ark out there in the dry desert where it never rained? You can't believe that, Satan says. He says you can't believe that. Do you believe God shut up the Red Sea there where those men and women walked across it barefooted, dry-footed? You can't believe that. Oh, you don't believe that, do you, preacher? That's just some fairy tale. You don't believe that uh, the whale swallowed old Noah, do you? Oh, that's just foolishness. But listen, my friend, that's God's word. And I believe every bit of it. I stake my eternal destiny on it being the truth, and I have no other foundation for my preaching except God's word. I don't use, I don't use these uh, the literature that some denomination prints up and sends to you, and the pastors go by it letter after letter, and just, they're just leading you down the primrose path to hell. No, I bring you what God lays on my heart, my friend. I stay on my face most of the time asking the Lord what to bring. What, Lord, what do you want me to preach? Oh, Lord, that's what you want me to say? That's what you want me to bring? That's the scripture you want me to expound? Yes, yeah. And if he does, then that's what I bring you. I'm not trying to be popular. I'm not a popular person. No, I'm, I'm probably the most unpopular preacher on the radio in, this, in our United States of America because I call sin, sin. Oh, I don't preach a doomsday doctrine. No, I preach that Christ brings, brings a sinner down by the Holy Spirit, down at his feet crying for mercy, and then that God's blood, the blood of Jesus Christ, cleanses us from all sin, my friend. I have the greatest privilege here in this ministry of ministering and preaching and, and uh, uh, witnessing to some of the most gracious people on the top side of this earth, my friend, folks who have come to know the Lord in the reality, in reality, they've come to know the Lord. And now I can share with them and, and listen and hear them speak of the grace of God. We have testimony meetings here at our fellowship time. Folks have the opportunity to stand up and tell what the Lord done, has done for them. Tell what the Lord means to them. And I, I, that's the most blessed thing I know of, my friend. They used to have those back in the olden days of Whitfield and Bonar and Spurgeon. They had testimony meetings. But now, now, now there's not many to testify, are they? No, and those seem like Satan has zipped up the lips of many of our folks. And I asked them if they got the lockjaw. I come here and folks don't have anything to say. I say, what's the matter? You got the lockjaw? Because I tell you one thing, 
If you know the Lord, there's a praise in your heart for the Lord. Praise him for saving you. Praise him for keeping you. Praise him for dying for you. Praise him for opening your heart to see that you are the child of Satan. And praising him for delivering you, my friend. You want to know what to praise the Lord for? You don't have to go very far. Just look around where the Lord brought you from, believer. You know the Lord. Look around where that pit he dug you out of. That's right. Look there at the depths of Satan that he dragged you out of. Once you was a child of Satan, now a child of God, and you tell me you don't have anything to praise the Lord for? You can go to some little local church, hear some little uh, silk handkerchief message, and have a little invitation to come down the front and give your preacher the hand. Your hand, that's not salvation, my friend. That's all tummy rot. The Lord's going to spew that out of his mouth. He said, since you're neither cold nor hot, I'll spew you out of my mouth. And that's what I tell my folks here. Oh, let's never grow lukewarm. Let's never let, ask the Lord, never let us grow lukewarm, Lord. Lord, don't let me grow lukewarm. I would rather be cast out of the Lord's presence than to grow lukewarm. I'd rather he take me on to be with the Lord than to leave me here in a lukewarm state you ever taste a drink of lukewarm water? You go there to the water bucket on a, on a Saturday evening back in the old farm where we was, and water had been sitting there for a while, and you get the dipper and dip you up a dip of it, and, and it's just about lukewarm. You could almost make coffee with it. And you just turn around and spew it out of your mouth, don't you? And go to the well and get a cold bucket of water. And that's what the Lord wants us to do, to be fresh like the morning dew, just like our Lord is morning after morning. He's always fresh. This is the old trailblazer coming to a close this morning. I wish you'd write me and let me hear from you. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 